Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fortis Honor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or? <laughs> Bring out your rods, old man. Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline? <laughs> Had his hands in all of Cesar's junk for six months. Oh, wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. And I'm the deadly stud muffin. <laughs> this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, October 18th, and this is episode 124 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. It's been forever since we've been here. I just remember something about druids in the woods. Druids like to do it in the woods. And yeah, Tinzy, and you're going to have to catch us up on where we are currently. So Dungeon Master, Stud Muffin, you are a go. I have no idea if we're on 125 or 124. I have no idea either. But we'll find it when we look at the RSS. Sure. Let's, let's just throw random numbers out. I believe we're on 132. <clears throat> 179. Do I hear 180, 180, sir? 180, we've got oh. 185, 185, Definitely 186. Definitely not 180. Oh. It's 360. Go. So, we uh, a couple, recorded a couple weeks ago, and since then, due to Genesee being on travel and general work foo, we have not recorded. So, uh, my vague recollection of the story is that the party encountered a group of cultists in a field, killed them, and... Uh, did we eat the Archdruidus? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I you the Archdruidus is gone, like dead, I believe. And yeah, she was an excellent arch... soup. Yeah, and then there was a new Archdruid who was like a bear or something. Oh, okay. Continue, Dinsian. I'm sorry. Uh, the Druids that were escorting the party were killed by some sort of creature that has slipped out of the clearing, which I believe only Cesar saw. In oh, not again! <laughs> I don't know whether he saw it or not. He, we know that they had their throats slit, didn't they? Mm. Yep. From ear to ear. So mm -hmm. they've got two pins now. Why so sad? Oh. Why so serious? Xanatari tried to talk to the dead one, and he knew nothing. Right, yep. that was a waste of my daily power. Bas basically got grabbed by the hair, uh, saw the sky, and saw its own blood kind of go flowing... Into the sky. Yep. Do you think his think... last thought was, like, that cloud looks like a bunny? No, I don't. Could have been. Why? Could have been. Like, this is like, hey, why am I looking at the sky? God, that's disgusting. 
actually, no, the disgusting part would be the fact that if a druid is a sufficient level to pass without trace, would their own blood be splattered on the ground, or would they not, or just vanish so there wouldn't be a trace of them actually being dead? So if Drew Blood falls in the forest and no, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) If a druid falls in the forest, there's no one around, does it make a sound? (laughs) What is the sound of one hand clapping? I don't know, but this is the sound of two hands clapping. Eric, I'm so sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Every week is just like, God. I believe, Cesar, that you would let the party know that there was something going on. And um, so far, there's the creature slipping, or the figure slipping, out into the woods. There are the dead cultists. What do you all want to do? Let's go with Sanitari to start with this week. Oh, yes. Okay, well, he was... I remember we saw him slipping away, and is is he close enough that we could actually pursue him and have a shot of getting him, or is it completely, like, a useless endeavor? Sure, there's a shot. There's always a shot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm going to look at Cesar and, so, and say, where did he go? Point the direction. I think that Cesar had taken a shot, so... um. So he went that way. I fired a, a bolt at him. I don't know if I got him or not. Okay. And I'm going to start running, like, probably very ungracefully, making loud, crashing noises through the forest after this guy, hoping to see some kind of blood trail, and we'll find that, that druid answer out now. And, okay. uh, you know, track him to where we need to go. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a perception roll. Okay. Oh. Whoa. Uh, that's a six, not a nine. <laughs> a 17. Okay. You are able to see what uh, appears to be a well-established path leading out from the clearing, and it is only um, visible once you pass approximately one yard worth of um, bush and undergrowth leading out of the clearing. So you are now on a path. And you believe that you see some sort of greenish, reddish uh, fluid splattered here and there okay. on the ground. Oh my god, you killed a Christmas elf. <laughs> yeah, there's a predator somewhere. Um, okay, so I'm going to follow follow this blood trail to wherever it yeah. leads. Um, do you have your group mind link up? I always have it up. It's just not really being like used. Okay. Um, it's like a cell phone. You don't use it's just, you yeah, it. it's always got reception. You think you hear on your mind link for a moment. Um, talking something about my group mind link? Are you talking about? I have two things. There's a there's your a group mind link. Group mind link, not not the one that's the attack disruptor. Right. Okay. The group mind link. You hear a voice. You don't recognize it, but it's almost as if you are picking up someone else's conversation. Did you hear the term flea? Okay, that makes sense. Hmm? Must be Red Hot Chili Pepper fans. Could be. Oh, yeah. Well, they're probably not very well dressed at this point. Um, a tube sock. Yes. <laughs> okay, do I have directional? Like, is there a directional mind link? Arr! Nope. Nope. I don't, think, I don't think there's a directional on it. Um, okay. Then I'm going to shout out to the party. There's more than one. And keep chasing this guy. Okay. Uh, for the folks left at the campsite. 
Yes. Kalthus, a running battle priest, and Thorn. Yo. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start tracking here. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my instincts that I have. Um, so I guess Nakin. Hey, that's uncalled for. Um, I can't see you. You do realize this. <laughs> I just said nothing. I said nothing. Uh, you, you, yeah, you're, 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 you're tracking. You're, you're tracking yourself there, so you can honestly not see anything. Okay. My mind link, Sanatari. Mind link. Okay. I can hear you in my head. All right, I'm rolling a nature check to track, and that'll be a twenty-nine to okay. identify any other tracks. Following the advice that there is more than one. The track that you were on, or going to be on, that Zanatari went running down, doesn't fit with the um, natural set of tracks that have that you've encountered so far. It's almost almost like this one has been planned. Um. Okay. So I would I would shout back that you know, don't follow the main path. It's a ruse. It's a ruse. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> nothing. Nothing to do with a pram, right? Nothing to do with a pram. Just a ruse. Shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> not even. Not even a shopping trolley. Just a ruse. Okay. Every time you're gonna make me say ruse. <laughs> As many times you have to say horror. <laughs> okay. It's a trap. Okay, so we'll follow the less traveled path. What a surprise! Are you still running full bore, Sanitari? Um, hmm. until the point up until the point that he, you are warned. Yeah. Uh, now that you mention it, it's probably not a good idea because he's probably traps and stuff in the forest. But yeah, I mean, I guess I'll. What kind of undergrowth are we talking here? Like. What am I seeing? You're actually seeing the equivalent of uh, mowed lawn. Mm. Okay, and I have... <laughs> Someone's got through, she's like, property laws aren't going to be happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> I well, like my it, escape trail to be two it, inches it, long. You know, not, not, not so much the grass, but it's, it's a very clear forest path. Okay, um, and well-traveled, this is... Well-traveled, this just... It, you know, you're walking through a nature preserve at this point in time, but it's on the actual guided path tours instead of the I've just decided to go walk off a cliff and explore pass. Um, but to answer the question, are you running full bore? Um, I'm going to be moving quickly, but okay. not like full out, not paying attention to my balance and just like, you know, head first looking down to the trail kind of thing. I mean, I'm going to have my hand on my weapon. I'm running like I'm prepared that somebody may jump out and be like, hey, because I know there's a couple people here. 19 versus your reflex. Okay. Uh, my reflex is 17. So you would hit me. Okay. Uh... As the warning is starting to come in, as you're running along, trying to keep some degree of mindfulness, a uh, feeling of something wrapping around your ankle mm. is felt, and uh, let us see a contest of wills. Oh, great. Oh, Freddy. Cesar? Yes? We are going to have uh, a little bit of sport here, but is there anything that you would like to do in parallel to what is about to happen? So Having seen actually, everyone can take an off. He was actually planning on staying. Um, he's not sure if this, you know, based on the weirdness 
within the fight seem like this might be a, a place of import okay. with all the weird sucking into the ground and mm. stuff. So he was going to stay here, investigate, and make sure, so maybe guard the site, basically. Okay. All right. Uh, anything that you're going to do while you're guarding? Like I said, just try to investigate that, you know, whatever, that weirdness that we saw. See if we can maybe determine more of what's going on specifically. Okay. Uh, the figures are clearly some sort of um, humanoid creatures. Definitely humans, as far as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're bleeding red. But The ones that we... You're talking about the people we killed, right? The ones that you killed. Yeah. The issue is, is that their skin seems kind of saggy once they died, um, as if it's coming away from their skulls and their arms and the bones, sort of like the, the ligaments or the whatever's holding okay. the stuff to the skeleton is... Um, dissolving or kind of sloughing, so they sort of look like a kind of a putty, putty face at this point in time. Okay. They are wearing robes from um, the Shadowfell Keep. Yep. But they are clearly, since you have prior experience with them, uh, clearly some sort of knockoff. But you can't see any other distinguishing symbol that would tell you. Okay. What it is. Uh-huh. The ground, which was um, apparently sucking some of the cultists down into it, or some of the guts or things like that, continues to um, smoke for a while, but then the smoke dissipates. Okay. The corpses seem to have been consumed from within for, you know, the certain parts, so they're getting the putty face. Uh Uh-huh. But you get a feeling that something has come out of the ground. Okay. Something's th- something is there. Present currently? Present currently, um, it just suddenly feels very chilly. Or the, like the temperature is starting to drop in that clearing. All right. Um, hmm. I mean, is this something familiar, like in regards to Arcana? I could maybe try mm. to figure out what it might be. Doesn't or, feel like a spell. Yeah. More religi- religious-y. Jesus-y. Um. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's a faint breeze within the clearing that is natural, but suddenly you're sort of hit by a breeze that seems to be going the opposite way of the... Um, the actual rest of the breeze. Okay. Um, Cesar will sort of look around and self-consciously say, uh, uh, is uh, somebody there? Towards that weird spot, place, breeze, okay. coldness. You, again, feel something as if it almost touches your shoulder. Okay. And this time, where it touched it, whatever the fingers were, there's two points that start to feel very, very cold on your shoulder. Okay. Um, so those are sort of uh, jerks away from the touch. Um, pulls out, uh, he has a crowbar. He pulls out mm-hmm. his crowbar and sort of swings it at that spot to try to see if he can affect okay. it in a negative way. Um, 
you don't necessarily see anything or feel anything, but as you're going through, you sort of hear the sound as if um, you're whacking apart a snowball. Okay. And you sort of notice that the, in the air there's a faint kind of shimmer or hazy area where there's a couple ice crystals, snowflakes starting to form and just kind of hang there. I know he did kill the snowman before. He should be quite expert. <laughs> um, I mean, in, unless he feels, you know, significantly threatened, he'll maybe start to start hacking away at that area to try to, you know, I don't know, maybe do some damage or... Okay. I mean, do those crystals stay or do they then go away? The ice well, if, 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 you, if you knock one out of the way, it, it seems to just kind of go flying. Uh-huh. But new ones kind of appear. Oh, like I'm saying, if like, yeah. like if I keep doing that, well, like, could it theoretically make a form appear, or? It doesn't seem to be making a form, but you do notice that whatever this is, the crystals in some cases, one small patch of crystals appears to be coming towards you. Okay. Towards about you know your upper left shoulder. Okay. Yeah, I'll keep uh, trying to swing at where I believe this presences. Okay. You again feel um, a touch at your left shoulder, and it feels extremely cold. Okay. Um, touch of death. How about if I back away a few steps and, and light a torch or get a stick on fire? Okay. Uh, there is the fire pit, so that would be a yep. reasonable... Reasonable sort of thing. Sure. Um, you do notice that there is an expanding field of um, frost. I would say another type of frost, but they probably think I was saying some other word, and I'd yes. be laughed at. No, say it. it it's hoarfrost, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That slut. <laughs> Actually, she's not. She's really kind of chilly. Uh. Um. There appears to be a patch of frost that is expanding out from the site where the corpses are mm-hmm. and starting to fill the area in a, in, a, in a growing radius. Okay. Could you say that she's giving Eric the cold shoulder? <sighs> yes. Could say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can I get to the, the fire pit, though? Can I get a... Yes. I'm sort of... You'll, you'll actually probably have to jump over the um, the fire pit. Okay. If you want to stay really out of the way, then you can you'll be able to do that. Okay. Okay. Good. Sounds good. Uh, fire is probably low enough that I'm not going to make you roll for it. All right. But Xanatari. Mm. <sighs> Unfortunately. Done my face. 18 versus your strength. Mm-hmm. And my strength is 12. Okay. You are yanked off your feet and soon find yourself kind of dragging for a little bit before being sucked up into the air and hanging by your ankle. Okay, like a tree trap? Yep. Okay. Um, now you have a dexterity issue Mm -hmm. because you are like this, 
But uh, by the grace of all that is good, you realize that something passing before your face as mm-hmm. you're sort of swinging, your timing was probably pretty good because it appears that a couple of darts went flying past your face. Oh, so I'm actually glad that I've been caught in the tree trap because it kept me from being darted to the face? Well, you know, if you had been turned a different way, you probably would have taken taken some darts. Okay. Um, and you do hear something running off. I don't know if, you, if you're screaming or what you're doing, but there's like darts and then you hear something run off into the woods. Okay. Pretty sure she'd be cursing heavily. <laughs> yeah, there would be some words in Kalishtar. This is also I'm, a pretty I'm sure strong... She's... She's um she's using Thornish. Perhaps Thornish may come into play. It's um pretty strong rope and whatever it's attached to must be pretty strong because you weigh a ton in that armor. Mm. Okay. Uh anything that you want to do in terms of trying to get your bearings? What are you trying to say about my armor? Trying to say is that trying to heavy? Is that what trying to say? What, trying to say you you're well protected. It's plate. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just big boned. That's the feel. <laughs> I'm just um, heavy armored. Come on. I said nothing about her natural AC. Uh, oh, her natural AC. Oh, we're going into this now. Oh, oh, I'm just, I'm stepping out. Uh, I assume that Thorn is close by because Scissor stayed back. Correct. Uh, I think Thorn, were you still actually outside the clearing and shouting for her to? It's a trap. Kind of all yeah, things happening. I, I basically, I I basically yelled. I'm I'm sort of at the edge of the clearing, probably towards the direction that she took. Okay. Um. So my back would be turned to Cesar having a freak out at the moment. Okay. So. <laughs> Cesar and his uh, Emma Frost issues. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. All I can say is that Bert is probably out. Right. I mean, I'm in battle and such. All I would do is try to direct Bert to follow the figurine, the figure who's running. That's pretty much all I can do is hang upside down and just take a few minutes to try to fish for a dagger or something sharp. And You could always call for help. Well, I'm, I will call I'm for close. help. Can't you hear me swearing? But you could be swearing about anything. You're, you're known to be angry a lot. Okay, yes, I will call for help in a minute, but I would send Bert after this guy, so at least, you know, you have a speeding orb of light kind of following him through the forest, trying to to stay with him. Has Bert, when when not under the influence of the sphere, been mobile before, beyond orbiting you? Mm, When I first... I don't know. I mean, when I first acquired him from the wall, he sort of started orbiting me, but... I don't know. He kind of just always stayed around, so I don't know if he's capable of, like, independent. I don't know. It's a question. It's a question for sure. Like, he's not He's not only an orbiter. I mean, he did go ahead of me shooting when he was under the influence of, what was his name? I can't remember bad. Oreo. Oreo. When he was Oreo. When he was Oreo. Right. So I don't, I know he has capability of doing something other than being locked to my head, but no, I don't think on his own, like, when he wasn't Oreo, that, he, that I ever, like, had the inclination to send him out to do some task. Okay. That's your call. All right. Um, we don't know. We don't know what he's capable of. Like we haven't. He hasn't had much interaction since he like came back from the brink of, I guess, stone death. Um, yes. When he like whacked me in the face coming through the portal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We know he's smart and intelligent, much more of a higher intelligence than I assumed he was, the cute pet. But we don't really know. He, he hasn't really said anything since then, so what what's the go there? Okay. Um, Cesar, got a quarter? Nope, I, I have a lot of dice. I do, I've got one. Okay. All right. Um, you have an American quarter? Yeah, come on. I came back with like $15 in <sighs> coins and notes. Please. Okay. Bills. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. Cesar. Whatever. Heads, mm-hmm. heads or tails, uh, Bert can do something other than orbit. Tails. Tails? Yeah, I can catch. Ow. Fuck. Come here. It's worth it just for this. Shut up. Heads. Okay. Um, let's have it be that you find that you are able to send Bert out of his orbit, but it is an extremely slow and clunky sort of thing. You've essentially kicked him out of the nest, but he is moving away from you, Mm -hmm. and he is in the kind of rough arc of the fleeing figure. He's not beelining in on him. Okay. But he's he seems to understand what your request is. <laughs> he's ambling along like a guy with his hands in his pockets, taking a little walk through the forest while the guy's fleeing at top speed away. Gotcha. Well, again, not knowing what Bert's senses are, this is an improvement to some regards versus he's just orbiting your head. Um, by the way, as you're, uh, doing all this stuff, you sort of realize that, um, there's now a branch, very thick branch. Well, not thick, but, um, probably at least an inch Mm. in diameter with spikes coming out of it. That was roughly where you were standing on the ground. There's a spiked branch where I was standing. Essentially, what it looks like is you got swooped up, but at the same time had triggered another trap that would have uh, flicked the branch out that had spikes, so you missed another trap. Okay. Wow. It's not my day. All right. So, um, Bert's going to go do what Bert can. <laughs> Bert's going to amble his little posh English self after this guy, and I'm going <laughs> to just kind of disgruntled and reluctantly, you know, yell for help. Okay. Thorn? <laughs> help, uh, help. Someone help me. Yeah, don't sound, don't sound too enthusiastic or anything. Um, <laughs> I would... I would uh, take a leisurely jog. Not. Um, no, I'd, I'd go to the source of uh, the cries for help from Zanatari to see her dangling. Take a moment to <laughs> cell phone video, <laughs> vine, you know, a vine clip. I, I pull out some, I pull out some parchment and make a quick sketch. <laughs> I'm just practicing my Spider-Man. Nothing to see here. You're doing very well at it. You're doing very well. Um, Zanatari. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. The amazing Zanatari. Um, Inside so. Down. I would follow the line of the rope to find where the base is, 
remembering that in her armor she is quite heavy because of the armor, not because of the person. I have to be really careful here. Um, and I would... It's the rebel, rebel base or the Hoth base? Uh, My AC's Eldera. just fine. Just let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> um, and then I would... I don't know. Uh, you've, got two, <laughs> you've got two choices. I either cut the rope and you, you, you plummet to the ground. Right. Or I can take the long approach and try and lower you to the ground possibly slamming myself into a tree or doing some sort of uh, fantastical maneuver which will maybe end poorly for both of us. As funny as I would like to see the scenario of you cutting the rope and getting pulled up in the air as I fall down in a reverse weight scenario, I think that we're after this guy and there's some speed required. How far up into the air am I, Dungeon Master? You're at least 20-25 feet. So will my safe fall trigger? Uh, that would trigger, yes. So how about you cut me down there, Thorn, and let's see what happens. Okay. Um, I think what I will do first, though, is I'll um, grab some, like, low-lying bush tree-type stuff and let, put it beneath where she's going to fall, just because, to pat just, it in case. Because not only will I smack my head on the solid ground, but I'll scrape my face on the sharp branches. No, I'm talking... I'm not Actually, talking branches... Actually, I, th- I think what it, he hopes is is that the your armor will cause a spark and be the flint and tinder for a roaring bonfire <laughs> because it is thorn. Stop ruining my designs! <laughs> Stop it! It's like the Salem witch trial, but <laughs> uh, Salem and the witches. Why don't you just not cut me down? How about you just put the branches there? Uh, uh, tired of all this DM nonsense talk about this stuff. <laughs> Forest fires. I'm just going to pull my dagger out, cut the rope, and follow after Bert. No, no. If, if there was something that you wanted to oh, do with the uh, the no, branch, cutting stuff. the rope. No, it's done. Okay. Xanatari, uh, go ahead and offer wonderful descriptive scene as you are falling to the ground. Okay. Uh, with my arms crossed, in a very disgruntled face. I'll wait for him to cross to cut the rope and say thank you as he does, and just kind of keep myself like this as though I'm a diver jumping out of an airplane, and uh, fall straight down really hard, beginning to tumble until I get to about five feet when I would slow down distinctly and then just try to flip in the air so that I would land nicely on my feet, while keeping an eye on him the entire time. Like I'm gonna watch him the entire time as I fall and everywhere else, never taking my eyes off the thorn while he turns around. <laughs> <A-hawk>! <laughs> okay. Thorn, while she yeah. is following, falling, do you do anything? No, I stand there with my arms crossed and put my dagger away. Okay. Xenatari, uh, okay. You land your... Uh, your armor fires off, the slow fall hits, and you are able to do what you want. Um, this time realizing that the uh, area around you may have additional traps, what would you like to do? Uh, this time, more cautiously and less full out, I guess. Uh, maybe I'll turn to him. Are you chasing Thorn? Are you chasing the guy right now, or did you stay? I stayed. Okay. Then I'm just going to follow in his footsteps, because he's got better trap detection than I do. So I'll let him lead. You go first. Okay. 
That's a first. Um, Alright, rolling trap detection. So, uh, would you prefer thievery or perception, Dungeon Master? Let us do uh, thievery today. Just because we do that one all that often. Okay, that's uh, 18. Okay. You see that there are a few other selection of traps within the area, and there's even mm-hmm. one the way that you came that neither of you hit. Surprisingly, but um, from this direction, you can see that um, someone walking towards the clearing would be able to see the, um, the trap pegs and everything a lot easier than someone coming from the clearing. So you can I think cl- the, uh, the thing that saved me is the fact that I do have um, light step I can muffle from my armor. Mm-hmm. So you're um, able to see a path uh, without hitting one of the traps out towards where Bert's going, and you do see what appears to be a point of light out in the woods that's um, moving along. Okay. Um, I'll draw an arrow from Quiver using it at the sharp edge on it to actually um, to cut any like trip wires, okay. so I don't have to reach down and uh, and to do it close range in case anything whacks me in the face. Um, so moving forward, I'd probably trigger the first trap and cut any trip wire or, or like trigger it with the, the tip of the arrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when you release the the trip wires. Various traps go off. There's a couple other snares. There's um, some flinging darts. There's another couple of the uh, the punji branches. Mm-hmm. Pretty much whoever was coming in here, this is clearly a kill zone to one one degree or the other. Okay. Well, shouldn't be anymore. I hope until we take like another two steps. Um, there's one one trap in particular. You can see it has some sort of weighted plate that you'd have to step on for it to to go off. And that okay. one does not appear to be natural in part of the woods, but it's definitely camouflaged. Um, is there anything else around it? Not that you can detect. Okay. Um, with, with a good degree of confidence, I should say. Okay. Um, I'm going to brush away the leaves, um, taking careful um, consideration of the weighted plate um, just to, to bring it into light. 17 versus your dexterity? Uh, my dexterity is 19. Okay. Um, so I expose it and then point out the uh, the, the pressure plate. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell her the obvious. I mean, don't step on it. I'm pretty sure she would get that by the fact that it's a pressure plate. Um, and motion to go either side of it. Um, probably not willing to talk, um, because, you know, people are are moving through the woods here. Um, I don't know whether I can communicate with her through the mind link or not, whether she needs to initiate. Um, we've never really used it like that before. So, um, how would you, how would you like that to go there, Zanatari? Um, I power. think I could sense that he has something he wants to say, you know, like, okay. like an inquiry, I guess, enough to say, like, yes. Can, can you add that um, to your uh, sheet just to make sure there's a note for it for later on that you can, you can accept it incoming if you want? Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, basically, go, um, well, can I identify, like, 
the tracks that I was following or that I identified from the clearing anywhere around here? Yes. Would you like me to roll again? No. Okay. Um, basically, say uh, I'm going to put us back on track and follow um, the tracks, probably the same way that Bert's going. Um, stay close because I, I don't know what traps are going to be coming up, whether they've had time to set up while you've been hanging around. Um, but we'll, we'll move forward cautiously rather than speed. Speed is not necessary here. We'll catch up with them eventually where, to wherever they're going. But we want to take care. Do we want to go back for Cesar or will he be okay? I don't think that Xanatari really noticed that Cesar wasn't there until we started to slow down and take our time with traps. So I guess I'd kind of be looking over my shoulder like, hmm, where is he? He'll be fine. There's just dead bodies back there. Expecting that he would kind of look kind of be with us, so I guess surprised to not know that he's not here. So, I mean, I might even, like, inquire of Thorne, like, where's Cesar? I thought he was following us. Um, he was back at the camp, though I thought he was following me. Huh. And now we're gonna start getting concerned, because there's bad guys in the forest, Cesar's, like, was all alone. So now, I don't know, I'm kind of torn. Like, Xanatari's torn. Like, should we go back for him? Because we, we'll lose all the progress we've made following these people. But if we don't, then how will Scissor find us? Do we need to leave breadcrumbs? Some small pieces of, like, metal? <laughs> He's a weird and Just, like, gears. Like, little gears. But but as he as he reaches you, you his cheeks are like stuffed like a with the, with the metal metal <laughs> like like a mechanical chipmunk. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually still do have the bits and pieces that I collected from when we were in um Seven Pillar Hall after the the collapse when we came out of the portal. <laughs> do you seriously no. want to leave them? Because that would be so funny. Because leave I can. Like. Does Cesar know which way we left? I mean, I assuming he saw which way Zenatari went. I told you which way to go. Yes, he pointed. Yeah, he did. There. Okay, well, in that, in that case, I'm going to. Um, I I will. I'll I'll start leaving parts, um, and I'll bury them like like I'll jam them into like trees, into the bark or whatever, so they're sort of sticking out at eye level. Zenatari, um, there's. Something trying to reach your group mind link right now. Okay. Can I have... If it's the Vizier, screen his call. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I suspect the Vizier has something better to do than uh, to talk to us any further. But, okay. Um, what Do I feel like this is a mental attack? Do I, Is it going to trigger my response? Or is this just like, what, what kind of... Humanoid? What am I getting anything out this? It it Skype it feel it feels like whatever it is, um, it just tried to imitate what Thorn did in terms of reaching out to you. It doesn't feel like an attack, but it feels just like Thorn from a different angle. Like an inquiry, you're saying, or just like it's trying to pretend to be Thorn. Something is doing whatever Thorn just did in order to try and talk to you over the mind link. Okay, I think I would talk to it. Why not? Okay. You... Your head melts. Hear some sort of voice. And you all do through the mind link. And it's extremely soft and uh, sounds almost kind of young. 
Okay. But um, the voice is something that you somewhat remember from the one or two times that Bert has spoken to you. Okay, you it know does... Bert was like a very wise English dude, right? Yes, Bert was a very wise English dude, but what is coming across right now to you mm-hmm. isn't that voice and level, because the extremely smart English thing was before this whole incident okay. happened. But at the moment, it seems like whether distance or something else that's gone on, the voice quality has changed. Okay. But you're able to recognize it pretty quickly that it is something to do with Bert. Okay. I would get excited and, like, you know, be receptive to whatever Bert is trying to share. Bert seems... Bert gives you some sort of... I can, for lack of a better thing, some sort of signal that your brain translates um, as this figure flickering between... Um, so it goes around one tree, appears behind a tree further on, mm. it comes running out from there. But it says, um, the words that you get besides this image are, uh, ghosts and leaves and the connection drops. Okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, I would consider that a warning that this has some, this figurine has some sort of, this figure has some sort of way of traveling, like, quickly from one place to another, whether it's teleportation or some sort of, like, just speed uh, or something. So I guess I would just accept the warning that this is not okay. something we're expecting. One one last feeling that you get from Bird before it, it fully drops is it's cold out there. And it appears that the ground has some sort of covering that's not green or brown. Okay. Okay. Uh, hmm. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> okay. Cesar. Hello. Uh, you've got your torch. I do. He's a lot Jump, crafting you've it jumped over there. Jump over a fire. <laughs> You Cirque du Soleil scissored it. Cirque du Soleil <laughs> <coughs> Um, so I jumped the fire. I've got my my torch. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with the frost and the cold guy thing? Okay, that I can the tell. Frost appears to be rapidly expanding. Just in, the in general, not towards me. Just just. In 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 your direction, but it's all directions. Actual all directions. Okay. But you do notice that the um whatever it is that has patches of frost and snowflakes on it mm-hmm. appears to uh reach out. Again, there's that some movement like something snapping out at you. Yeah. But because you have the fire between it and you, it backs off. Okay. And you see what appears to be some sort of potential movement. But it's a very smooth, almost gliding. I'll go after it with the torch. Okay. Um, sticking your 
torch into that space, mm-hmm. you are able to melt some of the frost okay. that is hanging there, but you feel something grab your shirt. Mm. Roughly. And it's cold, I'm, I'm guessing? Yes. But it's got enough of your material uh-huh. that you can kind of feel the cold radiating yeah. from that. Okay. Um, but it doesn't I mean, I'll try like, to... jerk you. It doesn't like jerk you off your feet or anything. It's just suddenly you're, it feels like you've got something uh-huh. grabbing at you. And just trying to to swipe at it with the torch doesn't seem to make it release it. Its grasp. Um, not so much. No, but as it's going by, the sort of heat waves that it leaves back, uh-huh. you see a kind of skeletal face for just a second. Huh. Okay. Um, can I try to wrench away? Sure. I will try to wrench away. Okay. Go ahead and... What a strength check, I guess? Mm, are you going to try and just move back, or are you going to do something Just athletic? try to twist, twist out of its, out of the grasp of the ice demon skeleton. Okay. A 12 versus your strength. Versus strength. My strength mm-hmm. is 11. Okay. Uh, you almost get it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, would I be able to, uh, fire my crossbow in the situation that I'm in currently? Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, pull out a bolt I've used a few times before. Okay. Uh, it's black and it's got sort of powder drifting out the back of it, black powder. Mm-hmm. And I fire it, um, let's see, this probably will hurt me, but it's okay. Oh, it actually just targets a creature, but it'll probably hurt me. Um, it's basically, I'll fire it at the feet, uh, you know, feet in quotes, of the mm-hmm. thing trying to grab me. It, uh, it's basically pure black powder, it creates a fiery explosion. Mm-hmm and uh, deals fire damage and has ongoing damage and things like that if it hits. Okay. Go ahead then. Uh, describe whatever you would like as far as sure. well, shot, we'll... the action scene. and Right, so I've tried to wrench away. Um, it's keeping me in place, so I, I pull out my crossbow. I try to keep my flesh away from the coldness because I don't know how much lasting damage it would do. Sort of only had minor touches with it. And I pull out this bolt. I only have one of them and I slip it into the the crossbow. And I sort of just basically point it at our feet straight down and just fire it point blank into the ground. And uh, a conflagration of uh, white, red, blue, orange flames burst up around it. Um, and it will potentially hit it. It's 27 versus its reflex. Okay, hit. Alright, so it does... Considered magic. It is arcane, yes. Uh, It's also fire. Okay. That's one of the keywords. It does 
20 fire damage and ongoing 5 fire damage uh, save ends. Uh, okay. Hang on just a second. Alright. Um, it hits. There is damage done. The hand retracts. And you get sort of this as you're as it's as it's blowing up, you sort of see this full wispy kind of figure. Um, you don't it doesn't isn't blown away, isn't blown backwards, but it just gives you this kind of undead destructional face full of full destruction. And kind of as it is turned from the detonation and the fire or anything else like that, yeah. it notices that there are the corpses on the ground. Yep. And slides off towards um, one of those. The patch on the ground, however, um, still burning, whatever else is going on with that, but you notice that now the uh, frost, frost patch is really expanding quickly, and it's getting a lot colder okay. than this area. Hmm. Um, the corpse, you can't see the figure anymore. You do see the few frost patches. You do see the corpse kind of being picked up and kind of moved around rather rapidly like it's being plucked at. Okay. Or ripped or rent or kind of deal. But it's kind of doing this very disgusting-sounding dance. Huh. When um when I when the so you mean it's twerking? <laughs> <laughs> twerking in this case would probably be the nice the nice way of it. Um, Thank you for naming this episode. It's corpse twerk. Corpse twerk. <sighs> Write that down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as if you've got a really bad puppeteer, mm-hmm. and a lot more points connected to whatever the marionettes. Um, <laughs> Is that puppeteer? <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chat room says, and Miley's class is born. <laughs> the, the, the twerker. The, cor- the corpse twerker. Let's see, we have corpse twerking, horror frost. Mm. Yeah, it's the Miley clearing. <laughs> and and mm. it's been shaved down one end for a clear path. Can we call it not Miley Cypress? <laughs> we've got our we've got our bad boss. You could land a plane down it. Um, it's <laughs> um, good. Um, two questions: When I hit with the attack, did uh, the thing make any noise aside from the you know explosion? Did the creature itself vocalize in any way that I could hear? Sort of possibly sound something like uh, something on the wind that would probably make some of the noises that you heard um, under your slave time seem quite pleasant. Oh, great. And then um, <laughs> so we're just curious. And then, you know, you mentioned the, I mean, I saw it sliding towards it. Did it slide? Is, is it more like it slid into the corpse or is it min- like holding it and manipulating it from, from outside? unclear from your position. It okay. just sort of it sort of like turned and then realized it was something there and went at that because either you're too tough prey uh-huh. 
or it needs a tool, something now. Yeah. So there's something is going on where this thing that I don't know what they call the marionette controlling stick, but it's almost as if it's a really bad puppeteer with way too many control points. You know, the arm will flick, the wrist will flick, the chest is going all over the place. It's kind of a really bad mess. Okay. Um, I, it's, I don't know, it doesn't seem to be, again, not an immediate threat, but just maybe even just out of curiosity, which is kind of Caesar's thing, he'll just shoot just a regular old one of his at-will power bolts, the aggravating force, I guess, okay. just at the chest of the, the corpse itself. Okay. Head? A critical hit. Uh, describe it as you want, then. Make it good. He came um, like a wrecking ball. <laughs> basically, I mean, it's the the one I use is aggravating force, which just you know unleashes force typically, which which rattles the foe. But in this case, it you know so it's... thorn thorn pops up in a puff of smoke. <laughs> Points. Go on, continue. <laughs> um, it you know it's it's already you know it's a corpse to begin with. It you described its skin is loose, so it basically. Um, Normally, it would just sort of shake it, but this time it vibrates it so fiercely, it hits just some resonating point in the, the corpse that the skin just sort of shakes and, like, just sort of sprays off, and the bones just sort of collapse. J-E-L-O. Yes! <laughs> okay. Um, interesting. The... <laughs> The flesh that is shaken off doesn't stick to whatever is attacking it. Yeah. But um, the the bones do stop moving what few remain. It's not like the skull is picked up and then shook around or anything. But moving on, you sense that there's something else going on about here. Okay. But none, none of the other corpses have started to move as yet. But the really bad um, cold is starting to kind of creep in from um, whatever you're wearing for boots and stuff like that from the ground is now starting to creep up into. Like uncomfortable cold or like life threatening cold? Um, at, at this point. With the drop, we are now at uncomfortable and doesn't seem like it's going to ease up, especially if it gets up into your legs. Okay. I think I'm going to start heading towards where they were going. Okay. Assuming that the the cultists that are fleeing, uh, they don't want to be frozen to death either, so they may know of where you know where they're going, or at least just to get away. Okay. They might as well go towards allies. Uh, 17 versus your AC. Uh, miss. 25. Okay. And... As you're heading out, um, please make a perception check. That's a good one. Uh, where's my skills? There they are. 32. Looking back, you're able to see that the um, frost and whatever. What, what is kind of frost was it? What? The hoar frost. Hmm. Work in the corner here. Working an angle. Okay. Uh, has permeated further back than the clearing. So the way you came into the clearing, that is now 
um, covered with ice, the the frost and stuff. Uh-huh. In the clearing itself, it's starting to go up the trees. Uh-huh. The other corpses are starting to be covered as well. Uh-huh. And the sky above the clearing is taking a very tumultuous, um, gray kind of cast to it. Okay. Like there's going to be snow very soon. Okay. Um, you get the distinct impression that as you're heading towards that path, that you are perhaps being herded because there is not yet frost um, blocking your way onto the path. Oh, sweet. Okay. I feel like I'm in the day after tomorrow. <laughs> More than like the library. Close the doors. Ah, we're safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thorn. Last thing before we finish for the night. Anything that you'd like to add? Um, not really. I think I think we just uh we're we're gonna make so, solid progress towards the figure towards Bert. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna leave a trail for for Cesar. I mean, I think we've decided that he can look after himself. Um, so I am going to leave a trail of shiny bits, um, <laughs> as we move forward, um, you know, Ooh, random shiny, I, I think Cesar will pick up on the trail. I mean, you know, we're in a forest and forests generally are made of steel. <laughs> so, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll leave that, that track. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll basically plant them in, uh, you know, I, if I can't find a tree, then I'll sit them in a, in Almost like an Easter egg hunt, I guess, for um, you know, metal parts, and move forward cautiously using the uh, arrow to trip up any arrow uh, traps that I detect. Okay, sanitary. Huh. I guess I'm just following Thorn cautiously, like tiptoeing through the tulips slash steel magnolias. Mm-hmm. Get get uh, where we're going. By the way, there's no um, damage that you took from the trap. You, oh, yay. If, if you had been in a lesser pair of boots, you may have um, had a twist in your ankle or something along those lines, but it seems that the plate boot was enough to help keep you safe there. Yay. Okay. Sinatari, take us out, please. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at genesee.com. And join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. And if you're new to the chat room, please subscribe. We do this every Friday at 9 or sometimes 10.30 Eastern Time uh, for a couple episodes.